You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Greetings, and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be session four of our Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus campaign run-through. My name is Tom, I will be running the game as per usual. Let us go around the table and see whomst we have today. Hi, I'm Sam, I play Adelie's Aragast, a Celestial Pact Warlock. Who is a tiefling. Yes. Shock twist. (laughs) Oh my god. The charisma bonus was just too good. I... I can't, I can't, you say that. I can't slam you for mid-maxing. I'm you, playing you, a dwarf barbarian. <laughs> you say that, but I've got a charisma of 18 now, so... Mm. Speaking of that dwarf barbarian... Hi, I'm Mark. I am playing Dr. Rock Delver, a dwarf barbarian himbo. <laughs> I love it. I'm Nick. I'm playing Shuri, a paladin. <laughs> no. <laughs> a paladin who is very quickly about to become an oath. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of breaking oaths. Now, I'm Nick. I'm playing Silvertongue, a changeling sorcerer actor. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Ben. I am playing Asher Bell, a human wizard noble. Nadia cannot make today's session, but thankfully we have the convenient plot device (gasps) of the Shield of the Hidden Lord to solve that problem narratively. So, if you can recall, where we left off last week, you were deep in the bowels of the Temple to Zariel, underneath the Vanthampur Villa in the manor ward of Baldur's Gate. You had snuck your way in expertly and with cold, ruthless precision, assassinated both the Duke Vanthampur and the mysterious cult leader Fake from Elturel, who in turn, who, who it turns out was none other than... Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't assassinate Yeah, Tanner, his head blew up all by itself. Yeah. Okay, fine. But it wasn't like that when we got there. You but no, we you were watching it. We watched it from the other side yeah. of the room. I know, I watched it. I watched his head light up, then explode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pro, pro tip, kids. If you are a high priest of Zariel, do not renounce her in her own temple. Probably a good idea. Probably not, so, though. Anyway, he... To renounce anyone in their own temple. I mean, probably not, I reckon. Probably not a good idea. It's kind of where they're strongest, usually. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, anyway, please continue. No, that's okay. Sorry. You're in my house. <laughs> Shock twist. It turns out that Thavius Creed, the high observer himself of Elturel, was one of the high-ranking cult leaders of Zariel. <gasps> Shock twist. Yes. And was shocking. supposedly instrumental in, well, you, you presume, instrumental in Elturel's fall. Mm. Uh, so. I, I think they pretty much admitted that much. Yes. Uh, well, I definitely came across some information somewhere that. Still lots of in- answers to be had. Yeah. Still lots mm. of information that you really need. Just to recap, you are down there. In, now, and of course, yeah. one of the things you did was you, you retrieve the Shield of the Hidden Lord, which yeah. uh, supposedly has the entity known as Galgoth. Mm-hmm. speaking through it. Which we found out by accident, really, because I was impersonating the Duke. Indeed, yes. Uh, but 
and mm-hmm. he spilled the beans. Which is which is fair. That, that was now, the, the logical repercussion of uh, the way that you entered. So that, there you I are. Remember, we have to go get the lament configuration from upstairs. The yes, moving the, hell, the puzzle box. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> cube from hell. It is very, it is very, very much uh, similar to that. Yes, I believe it's mm-hmm. a deliberate hell sexual adventure. Yeah. I think uh, the D and D adventures always have some. the D and D adventures always have references to a bunch of media. I definitely think that this you know puzzle cube is a Hellraiser reference but there you go so you are currently in the vault now you have pilfered all the gold and jewels from the vault you've got all that sorted uh, at this point the plot device comes into effect for the first time well the second time really and Nadia's character Shuri in a little beam of light that you can barely catch if you notice it it almost looks like she just disappears but if you're watching closely you can see that she ever so quickly turns into a tiny little beam of light and is kind of sucked into the shield, which whomst is carrying the shield right uh, now? I was. Yeah. Yes. I was only because everyone else had disappeared and I was engaged in conversation with the entity. Yeah. And I sort of picked it up to rattle it to try and yeah. make you guys fall out yeah. somewhat half-wittedly. Um, so I have it on me. I don't have to keep it. But I'm yeah. like, if, if we just need someone to carry it, yeah, Doctrine yeah. has. Yeah. Doctrine is basically a pack mule. And but on the other hand, if you don't want to use it, you can't with your halberd. So just, Whereas, just yeah, yeah, just so you're aware, the shield is. <laughs> It's a powerful artifact, mm. and mm. one of the main things that it does is it does, in fact, count for... It, it basically covers the proficiency in shield. Mm-hmm. So yeah. by it doing some of the work, literally anyone can hold this plus two shield. Mm. So definitely Wait, something So is, is it a shield, at which yeah. normal shields, regardless yes. of magical state, give you plus two? Or is it a... Shield no, no, no. that is also plus two. It is a plus two magic. So a plus shield. four shield. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. So yeah. anyone wearing this will get plus four to their armor class. And it's very important to note that even a rogue or a wizard or mm-hmm. a, a warlock or a sorcerer yeah. can can wield it. That it, it changes its shape to No, it no. just yeah. it, it oh, just kind of okay. makes itself extra light and and, oh, and okay. is the sword what wields itself. Mm-hmm. No, okay. it, yeah, it's very subtle. Yeah. But Basically, it's just one of the, one of the many properties of this very powerful artifact, mm-hmm. which and you know, for as long as you have its favor, which you seem to do, it's kind of chosen you as, it, as its new companions. So it's just lonely. Yeah, I mean, I'll you know, as as it mentioned, you know, as it grows attached to you, as you get to know each other, it can potentially grant you greater powers. So yeah. you cost ourselves. I will just well now one thing. Sorry, before we get any further. Uh, something I should have done last week but forgot knowledge check is anyone that wants to can give me a knowledge history yep. knowledge arcana or knowledge religion you get choose one whatever is best for you because mm-hmm. in theory all of these things could apply to and health. this is about the, sh- about the shield yeah yeah um I just noticed that Sam's, uh, sorry, Adeline's uh, AC is 12. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It would all have 12. Yeah. 12, 12 here. 12 yeah. here. We're, we're, we're squishy. Hi. Hi, oh. the and the walk. We got three arcane spellcasters. Oh. Oh. We can all go to 17 because I can see you we all took hide behind the shield? <laughs> well, my big thing is you do your checks and I'm going to test something. Yeah. Right. Um, I got an 18 on Arcana. Okay, great. So with an 18. Uh, 20 on history. Okay, that's better. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, okay. No, no, sorry. I didn't even ask. <laughs> hey, I just launched straight into it. I know. <laughs> history. That's, you know. Anybody else have anything? I am currently changing shape a bunch to see if the change, but I'm not doing anything. Oh, you're, I have you're, no you're, arcane, you're, no history, no nothing. <laughs> sure. One thing that is worth noting is that the shield cannot be disguised or changed or altered. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, Ben, with a 20, mm-hmm. you actually know a, a reasonable amount. Now, this is a very obscure 
There's the, you know there's lots of mystery around Galgoth. The, the story that you heard, and I'll phrase it that way, Mm-hmm. is that Galgoth was the lord of the first layer of hell before Zariel, and in fact before the previous first lord of hell or archduke of, of the first layer, Avernus, which was Bel. So supposedly mm-hmm. it went Galgoth, and apparently Galgoth was, was lord of Avernus for a long time. There's also other weird rumours, like that Galgoth wasn't a devil, but was a demon who somehow ended up as the lord of the first layer of hell, which is not absolutely unheard of, but is still kind of, is still very, very odd. There's also, and you also know that uh, supposedly Galgoth has got, was, was somehow bound or trapped or something like that, ha- effectively had a bit of a disagreement with Asmodeus, and that's how, you know, he became bound and trapped. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bit of debate as to whether Galgoth is, you know, trapped in the shield physically or whether he's trapped somewhere, somewhere else and just speaks through the shield. Mm-hmm. Because the shield has been seen in lots of different places and it's unclear as to whether or not there is just one shield or whether there's a couple. But uh, regardless, it seems to have, if nothing else, a corrupting influence. So it's basically so- the Palantir. So, like, shows up in times of great strife or something like that. Yeah. You know, a uh, hero sits atop, uh, sits atop a steed with his great golden shield it, that it, shines it, like the sun or something like that. Yeah. So, basically, it's just that the, the shield is always surrounded by trouble and trouble troublesome events. Um, whether it is attracted to them or whether it causes them yeah. through its corrupting mm. inf- evil influence, you've got no idea. I was going to say, does it show up uh, am- am- amongst great strife or does it show up and cause great strife? Well, that's it. That's, and that is where the skulls disagree. But that is, but you know it's very powerful. And you know that as people get attuned to it, you know that the shield basically requires favor. Like, not just attunement in the magical item sense, but like a bond. So as you grow a bond, as, as the wielder of the shield grows a bond and grows favor with Galgoth, you have heard legends and stories of the shield being granting the, the person that wields it or persons that wield it uh, the army that wields it lots of powers like the ability to you know cast fireball be immune to fire do all sorts of things teleport you know plane shift it, it, it kind of you know it, sky's the limit depending on how much you get along yeah. with Galgoth so what at what cost indeed at the, at, the, at the low low price of bonding yourself to it so it's your classic temptation thing the more you get along with and curry favor with this evil shield uh, the more powers it can legitimately grant you I can resist anything except temptation good good (laughs) anyway so there you are you're in the vault now you still have to go to deal with Thirstwell yes yes and there's a couple things you need to get first of all you need to get the infernal puzzle box yeah Uh, secondly you need to just remembering of course Captain Zodge or Flame Zodge Mm -hmm. really wants you to get some hard evidence of the entire conspiracy uh-huh. and so I mean, most of this downstairs area is most of this listen this downstairs area is, this is pretty good this is like you're, you're, you're pretty, pretty good you're pretty set with this that's for damn sure uh, but his you know, head it, blew up right the observer's head blew up I think he completely he combusted his head combusted mm. from the inside out yes oh, yeah. But just like the head or the, the, the actual rest of him, mostly the head. Yeah. Okay, uh, so maybe. dental record's not great, but you know, <laughs> he um, will be able to be identified as, hey, so this is the high observer. When you say solid evidence, I mean, Doctor wouldn't ask this question, but Mark is going to. Sure. When you say solid evidence, do you mean like 
our testimony wouldn't be enough. We yeah. would need something to show them. Or... Uh, listen, your testimony might be pretty good, but the fact is you might not want that legal attention. Look, see, see how you yeah. go. See what you can obtain. Well, we've got the body of the High Observer here, Headless. We've got the body of her, and we've got a uh, Shy Desario. Uh, that, that's fairly... Okay. I don't Just... know if we have her body. Uh, a, yes, we do actually have her body. She broke her neck with her flaming us. fists. Yeah, but just to be clear, yeah. uh, Fabian Krieg uh, incinerated, uh, got incinerated from the inside, so I think it's a whole body experience. Not, uh, just Tom just head. said it was his, mostly his head. It was, he, he, so you've, so you've, you've got like his little severed feet. He's mostly dust, ah. but like his, his, feet are, his feet are there. They keep toe prints, don't they, in this day and age? <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> Anyway, a magical arm always would reveal it's him. Like, oh yeah, that's probably. What there are ways of. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah we yeah. have yeah not for first well. Yeah, I was about to say not for nothing. We have the entirety of uh, underneath here plus this well. Indeed. So uh, as you open up, rest. Ah, yeah, I'm all for it. To be honest, we're in a vault. Actually, we're Eight in a hours. vault. How long was she meant to be um, dawn till dawn? And it's midnight now. She Correct. was meant to be down here. We could yeah. actually have a long rest in the vault without anything being. Uh, I believe we're due to reconvene with Flames Lodge before dawn. Before yeah, sunrise. Yeah, we need to get confi- before dawn. Yeah, to confirm that we have actually done the deed. I mean, I'm out of rages, but I'm not out of hitting people with halberds. I'm out of everything. But I, I can still cantrip and dance around and be an yeah, idiot. I've yeah, still got, I've still I think got we're all, cantrips. Do you have any cantrips that will be useful right. for us, Nick? I mean, yes. how, about, how about you discuss it in character? Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> so, there you are in the vaults. Right, Nadia, is, Nadia is in the shields. Uh, can she breathe in there? <laughs> no time seemed to elapse between our first disappearance and our subsequent reappearance. So I would imagine so. Shield? There is silence. Yeah, he's gone silent. Yeah. He That's actually went, if you, demanding anything. If you recall, he seems to go dormant periodically, not entirely of his own. <laughs> no, place. it seemed like a radio cutting out. Oh yeah, absolutely. But ah. oh, yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. this doesn't stop me demanding. Yeah, yeah. It's my whole deal. Oh, of course. So you yeah, said yeah, yeah. the shield. Tap, tap, tap. Rhea, Rhea actually draws her sword and is kind of like, Tink, 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 and just wax the shield. Yes, come at me. Yes. Ha-ha. I have a great paladin. And we'll have a little right. fight. <laughs> how much time do we have? Who knew you were uh, Sorry, how much time has elapsed between when we took out uh, the Duke mm-hmm. to now? Like uh, okay. 10 Assu- minutes or something? Assuming that you have quickly but efficiently put all monies and yeah. the vault into your bag of holding. Yeah. We, we have essentially held it open <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say, and Dockton has just poured. Good. Okay. <laughs> and, and you've had a little conversation last time. Listen, let's let's be generous and say 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> just like in the background when people talk about Dockton just walking past with like giant statues slung over the shoulder and just like <laughs> into the bag of holding. Nice. I, you know, I, I, I do see the, the, the disparity between a Celestial warlock with a pact for the god of justice, and watching this dwarf just steal everything. He's reassigning right. wealth to us. <laughs> right. it. If we can, if we can save the comedy troupe for you know our eleven o'clock join, let's actually get into character. Uh, that, I think that was oh, in character. Yes. I am in character. I, it was not because you were objectively metagaming. All right. So let's, <laughs> all right. Our one means of being able to detect invisible imps has been swallowed up by the shield. Yes. And we have to imagine that every imp is going to be between us and Thirstwell's bedroom. So, plans. Ways that we can get through to his bedroom without getting poisoned by the time we hit the foyer. You go first, we walk behind you. I'll take Bad this potion of invisibility then. Yes. <laughs> right. Can, can anyone else do... I mean, he's a spellcaster who can't move, right? He's not even a spellcaster, I believe. He's something. He has we some sort of know. arrangement. Yeah, we Why don't not? know what kind of arrangement he has. 
But what if you gave me the potion of invisibility and I snuck up on him? And spellcasters aren't very good against because you guys are like small. And you guys can move. I snuck on him and hit him a lot with my halberd before he could do anything. Yes, a capital plan. I'm, as a dwarf, we're like really good about not being poisoned. I... It's like a whole thing. I did not know that. Yeah, it's not like I'm not uh, uh, able to be poisoned. Like if I drink a poison, I'll still be a little bit poisoned. But I'm not like... uh, Look, I've I've eaten a lot of our food. (laughs) And been kind of alright, so... You know... I've seen... No, we've seen you eat. A capital plan. Take I've, the I've had raw chicken before. All of you. Well, we only have the we one. We only have one. I've had the Fuji fish. Share it. And both go like, oh, fade. Semi-corporeal. <laughs> Docton's... I don't think the potion, the potion works Can like we get that, two but... straws? I think Docton might have the right idea. All right. The one thing we know for certain is that Thirst Wells made a deal with Mortlock. And as far as Thirst Wells aware, Mortlock is still about. I'll turn to Mortlock. Hmm. Ah! And you would have right. to with Golden Shield, which doesn't shift with me. And Motlock does have the ability to get in and out of the manor. So it's unlikely that Thirst Wells going to exhibit any great degree of uh, brotherly trust. Was Motlock wanted to kill, was it his mum or Thurston? Averick, just, just Averick. Averick, and then Thirstwell reached out to Motlock and offered her mother, his mother's head up as well. Mm. Right. So there's an opportunity there. All right. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Docton's plan might be the one we go with. Woo! I think with a subtle difference, have him walk out front without the invisibility potion. You're good at not getting poisoned. Oh. Yeah, I can do And that. yes, you, one of you two, take the invisibility potion. The other one wear a nice concealing cultist hood, of which we have plenty. That's true. And I'll go as Mortlock. That well, is an idea. There's one other option, I suppose. First of all, doesn't know that his mother has been recently deceased either. We all get in the bag of holding, and someone, the person with the bag... Well, Doctor, you were doing so well. <laughs> and then I hop out of the bag, and I kick through the wall next to him, because he won't expect that. Mordlock, or his mother, I say, shifting to his mother, or even the high priest, and I'll shift to the high priest. The high priest, Any is, of them. The the high high priest is imprisoned. Yeah, the high True. priest was not supposed to leave the vault. Well, but he's we, going to know we've been here. Be be as I say, tapping at the uh, shield. I think I think it most likely that Thirstwile would not turn against his mother so quickly if he's hiring his brother to do the deed. Fine, I'll go as his mother. Very good. In which case, us being cultists makes a lot more sense. All right, right. The robes are too long for me. This oh, is true. Yeah. All right, then. Well, yes, we're still going ahead with that part. Of the <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we can look, literally. We can just cut it, cut them, and then I can use mending to repair the hemlines. Yeah, but I'm still short. I, like half your size. I feel that that might take a bit too much time. I have to agree. The, the the other cultists are like a lot taller than me. Let's it doesn't matter when we're fighting them because I can hit them with my halberd. True. The best thing about plans is that they don't necessarily have to be perfect, but they do have to be fast. Let's. I can be fast. Well. Would you be fast in drinking this potion? Yeah. <laughs> I can be extremely fast. What's this do? Right, Raya. Okay. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. <laughs> so, <laughs> Raya, so. Raya is looking distressed and looking at the shield. Okay, I will attempt to. We do... we have to get. We have to get Shuri out of the shield. I think Surely we are not taking this thing with us. We must we must leave it here. And leave Shuri here too? Much as that might convenience well, no, we me. Must, we must find a way to extract her and then we must depart without this shield. We will we will send one of the high temples to come and uh, take it under their possession and cleanse it and or lock it in a vault forever. We should have practiced hitting and see the shield when you guys were in it and see if it, you felt it. Well, Rare just... Uh, just wailed just, on it, but yes. nothing's oh. happened. I will say to Rare, I'm like... 
Whatever we do, it can't be here in a vault now. We have to finish the mission. Shuri will be safe in here. They both came back just fine. Didn't you? Nothing untoward. A little disconcerting, I'll grant you. She said, you recall nothing of your time within this foul object? Admittedly, the time was brief, but I have to imagine if it was a foul object, I would remember it. Hmm. Look, I have spent... Uh, as someone who spent a lot of time inside foul objects, I have come out none the worse for wear. So I think for now... How are you going out with this woman? <laughs> He's not, and that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Does that get a little laugh from her? She, she, she gives what, what can only be described as a grim smile. The kind of smile when like your 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 children has made a, a terrible mess and then done something cute. And so then oh, it's like, oh, fine. That's the word. Indulgent. Yeah. An indulgent smile. But then says, is like, I anyone that wants to give me a persuasion check, because she's gonna she's gonna cause a fuss about leaving with the shield, but also without getting Shuri out. What'd you get? Natural twenty. Okay, good, but what are you saying? <laughs> mm. Just look at her and go, I rolled a natural 20. What are you saying? Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> look, look, listen, listen. I, I say I natural 20, I Raya. Did, I did not get, <laughs> I did not out. expect to get a natural 20 on a persuasion check. Okay? Right, I have to speak to it. All right. Right. There's a one in Raya. 20 chance of that happening. Let us take the shield with us. We can take it. Look, we can try and purify it here, but I don't think we'll get very far. We take it somewhere like a Temple of Tom, Temple of Ilmata. Even better. We'll do it then. Mm. But we have more pressing matters. We have to we have to get this done by sunrise. Perhaps maybe when the sun rises she'll come back. Okay. So this seems to placate her for now. Uh, she like she you can see in her eyes that she very much likes the idea of taking it out of here to a temple. So mm. she says, Alright, very well. We shall leave with it for now and but promise we will take it to a temple to be properly and given to their custody. If we're able to. All right. In that case, then, yeah, done. Uh, so, in that case, she, yeah, she just sets her jaw, holds her sword out, and we'll follow you along. So, you are leaving, is that correct? All right, so we are in Col- What? Oh. Time out. What's the plan? Yeah, I'm about so to vlog. So about- uh, Oh, sorry. Ben, go. Right. All right. The plan is this: we are all dressed as cult road uh, in cult robes, except for Nick. Nick is uh, dressed as Duke Vanthampore herself. And Doctrine is uh, currently under the effects of a potion of invisibility. That means Rhea is also going to have to wear the cult robes. Okay, so when you say cult robes, where are you getting them from? Well, one of two places. Either we take a look around downstairs to see if there's something, or we try to use the ones that we took from the... Um, three dead bro- three dead gods. Uh, that or the... And Bahamut ones. Yeah, uh, no, uh, Tiamat ones. Tiamat ones, other yeah. one. Oh. Uh, we, we stashed all of those. Yeah. Okay, just bear yes. in mind that, you know, robes of different cults are yeah, 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 different. They're different colours, cuts, makes, more. Yeah, like that. so the, let's the, just the, take the, a quick look at prestidigitation just for a quick sec. Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that prestidigitation can completely give the illusion of full clothing. Not full clothing, no. no, but I think you can change colour with it. I'm just not sure as to how much. To be clear, you haven't, you haven't seen a cultist robes, robes yet at all. You've seen Thavius Creek and you've seen Duke... Vampampur, and neither they were both wearing noble outfits, they yeah. weren't wearing robes. So, to be clear, well, in, my character thinks this probably work. I'm aware as a player, it's full of holes, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, different yeah. things. He probably almost certainly knows his mother is dead. This place is probably crawling with imps. It's not. We objectively, there have been no imps in the sewers, nor in the temple, nor in the shrine. So far, yes, correct. Ah. Useful to have a paladin. I don't disagree. Tom says looking at empty seat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, easy enough. Silver Tom. Yes. Devil's just down the road. Uh, just down the hallway. Pop your head in. Borrow some robes. Or take a look and just see what they look like, and then we just see what can be done with it. 
Done. I'll walk down towards the temple. Okay, great. So to be clear, the Duke with the shield. Okay, interesting. So you are going into uh, the secret room, the secret yep. little chapel that mm-hmm. only she was in. Mm-hmm. Now you can hear the sound of chanting mm-hmm. coming from what you were told by Mortlock is in fact the temple proper behind another secret door, which from this side is perfectly obvious, but presumably from the other side is a you know secret door. So are you going to be just dressed, <laughs> illusioned as the Duke, and you're just going to open the secret door and go through into the temple mid ceremony? Yep. Okay. Very, yeah, very oh, quietly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. That's oh, no. uh, that is that is that is good stuff. Let's let's do that. Okay. So. I have so many regrets. <laughs> so many regrets. All right, all right. This is the kind of thing my character lives for. <laughs> I just, well, lives for is interesting. So you open it up, and you can see that this leads to a pretty large temple. In fact, it is. It's 120 feet long and it is uh, 70 feet wide, and you're coming at it from basically behind the altar, mm-hmm. you know, like the equivalent of the front of the temple, mm-hmm. okay? So the temple, there's huge double iron doors leading into this room from the uh, from the far end. There are infernal rooms carved onto the arched door frame. Does that, anybody speak in, do you speak infernal? Uh, I think I do, yeah. You do? Okay. I right. carved it on the front of your book, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, in that case then, uh, you can see there. you can see that the runes uh, say in infernal, that which falls can rise again. And ah. so so basically there's two rows of tall wrought iron candlestick lights in a huge vaulted chamber. It's all that very, very dark gray, almost black stone. Each one of them bears a flickering candle, which is an unusual kind of red color, uh, which casts obviously because of that a dull red glow. It's like the inside of a submarine or something. It's all this weird, unnatural light. There is a seven foot tall statue of very much uh, a very sort of strange combination of uh, devil and angelic looking figure with white glowing eyes and a long sword standing on top of the dais uh, to the south. You're right behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see that there is a six foot tall fiend bristling with spines standing just west of the statue with its back to you, mm-hmm. uh, glaring at what appears to be no less than six black robed cultists mm-hmm. who kneel and chant in the middle of the room. Their faces are hidden behind golden devil masks. So that's that's very appropriate for dressing up because they just they, they have yeah, yeah. very very large golden devil masks <laughs> conveniently disguising their appearance. And there are nine tapestries lying the walls that are absolutely beautiful. They look like they are silk and they are somewhat enchanted because they have a just that just that slight movement animation mm, to them. Mm, not like not like gifts, but you know what I mean. Mm. Like how certain like, like one of those like a, a, a drawing, but then they've taken parts of the drawing slightly animated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know, so you know, and like, like basically, a, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a devil, a devil swinging a flaming sword, but the but, and the flames flicker, and the sword might move forward a little bit, but nothing, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Subtle, really beautiful, and you can see that they appear to. Um, actually, I, I don't know that you would. Do you, do you have knowledge of Arcana or religion oh, or anything heck like that? No, no. Well, anyway, there's there's nine of them, and for whatever reason, one of them is just black. Just pure black silk. I mean, I can count. I know there's nine layers of hell and nine tapestries. So. Indeed, uh, and so, and you, you can, and you can, you can have the intelligence to match up the depictions. So, on the first one, uh, depicts this 
devilly angelic looking figure mm. and is this the same as the statue of Zara we saw earlier yes okay. and then you've got the other nine and then the ninth one is just black and it actually is what do you call it uh, Vanta Black Vanta Black so Ooh. it's like darker than dark to the Anish point Kapoor where is not allowed in it, here like absorbs all light no, yeah. just... Vanta Black Anish Kapoor is the only one who can uh, <laughs> yeah. like you but he's not allowed to listen any... to this podcast yeah. no, like it, if, if it like actually, if it yeah, like rustles <laughs> or if it like you know folds in on itself you can't tell that's how black it is no exactly right so uh, so this looks like a very I feel like we've really just kind of gotten sidetracked from the fact that there's a as I understand it a literal actual fiend no I've got three exclamation points next to that yeah (laughs) those guys I mean once again Doctor wouldn't know this but those guys can quite often see through invisibility yeah so this is a spined devil it's very similar to the one that was with Duke Vanthamburg this one however is taller and looks much more elaborate shall I say it basically Uh, looks like a (laughs) I guess in Pokemon terms like a slightly evolved spine (laughs) the wings wings are much bigger and broader the spines uh, actually seem to bristle a little bit with uh, hellfire and into the Gigantamax form Indeed. Oh and no, it, that's even worse. Who's that devil? And it has, oh. a, and it has a. It's Doug Trio. It has a literal pitchfork, like a trident. Oh wow, really? He yeah. is just insisting upon himself. He's yeah. insisting upon himself. He's a classicist. Uh, and so yeah, that, that so. Do you know a lot of people forget the old ways? So he, at least, the devil, um, notices the door open yeah. because you're only about. 15 feet behind him you know the cultists are all in the middle of their prayer and if any of them notice then they don't react because they're in the middle of a they're in the middle of a very important hymn so the spine devil however turns and looks at you for a second now it's important to note at this point that it's not illusion the glamour weave is illusion but I am not illusion I I actually physically changed my features this is is a case (laughs) just you know just in case so in the image case yeah so it looks at you you know looks you up and down and then gives you like a deep bow yeah that's what I thought and then say, and then holds a hand oh, up and says, "Stop!" Ah, fuck! And they all, they all, they all stop for a moment because this apparently is unprecedented. Yeah, and so true. it's he turns and says, "My mistress, mm-hmm. what is wrong?" The shield has got. Oh, I'll say the hidden lord has communicated to me again. I require the cultists for a moment, and then the proceedings are to proceed. Okay. I say using the same word twice. <laughs> I mean, look, give me a deception check. Allow myself um, to introduce myself. I won't give you advantage. There's enough working for you as against you, but it's, I won't give you disadvantage either. It's yeah. just a ne- nice neutral. That's a nice deception. neutral. Yeah. Critical fail. Yeah, that's oh, a. Oh, you shouldn't have said. Do, do, do we have inspiration? Does Nick have inspiration? Yeah. Tom, ah, Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, 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 Okay, everyone has. You, you did some good role playing before, so each of you has inspiration for now. Oh, I'll use do, do, do you want me to even give you yours, Nick? Yeah, no, I'm using. Yeah, that's yeah. Really good. <laughs> keep in mind, a failure doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't believe who I am. It's just that he he won't accede to my demands to borrow the cultists. You know? But you're all alone in here. So. No, yeah, it's okay. Why risk it? All right, Can I just say, every time you say thirst, while well, I just think of the Austin Powers boots, like. Alright, luckily it's okay. I have a re-roll of my own. Okay. Oh, okay. Get rid of that dice. <laughs> yeah, roll a different a different, dice. yeah, roll like other D20. 13. <laughs> <laughs> An order of magnitude greater, but still the same number. Oh, that's 19. <laughs> so 19. Okay. I don't know. So the, so the devil says, uh, he seems somewhat like not suspicious, but just something weird is yeah. going on. So I'll uh, jiggle the shield at him. 
Like, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, the sense of finger. The finger thing means the taxes. It is, should we interrupt them, however? It is of vital importance. They will return momentarily. You heard the mistress. And the, is it, you heard the mistress. Let us depart. And he, no, yeah, you, you must guard here. No, I just want them to come into the next room. Okay, sure. Uh, Stand so, watch, my faithful servant. <laughs> it's time to get jumped in. Oh, hail Zariel! What will fall will rise again. What will fall rise again? You said one of the one of the cultists. Honestly, one of the cultists like is basically just like he's just a little bit off. Like he's just not, just not quick enough. It's like so everyone's like, oh, rise again, rise again. <laughs> God damn it, Jerry. It's just that's, and then just gets smacked by the one next to it. So is there one that's like a little too zealous about it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 jumps up. No. So the so the so as mentioned. Um, uh, yeah, so they, they all stand up, yep. and, uh, five? Six, I think. Six. Six. Six cultists. It should be, hang on, I've got, I've got to go back to them. No, yeah, six. <laughs> so, the six cultists get up, and they, uh, walk out of the room. The spine devil goes back and just kneels down in front of the altar and goes about its business. Alright, so I'm taking them into the room where she originally was. Yep, right next door, yep. Um, having, you know, probably previously stashed the body that's still in there. One hopes. <laughs> Since this is my plan, you didn't didn't drag the body with you. No, but I went coming back through knowing what I was going to do, which was get them out. Well, take them to the vault. Take them to the vault. No, because you're all in the vault. Well, we can be, we can hide in the temple. I'll take it. Oh, you know what? I have to go through this room anyway. True. I'll so just ta- so I'll the just note as to whether or not he has hidden Vampampur's body is still staying. No, it's fair. Oh, really? I'm not going to take you have dragged her behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, to, to... well, we're not idle. Us three. Yeah. No, listen, listen, listen. You're, you're, you, you are not physically there. Your character is. You would have walked through the, the room. And Knowing was, I was going to bring these guys back. You would have dragged her body, Hitman style, just yeah. behind, yes. <laughs> behind, the, behind the vault. Yes. Silent assassins still intact. And I'll say... Zario requires your clothes and masks. Yes! No questions. Strip, all of you. I have several questions. <laughs> Get the pattern. My lady? Several of them. God so, damn it. And, and there's just Jerry, someone, no, sure. You question me? You question Zario? <laughs> so, she, so there's one, there's one fellow who you can't... Minor illusion you, to make my fists go in purple flame. I like, like, only if these will be sufficient, or that they wish our personal clothing as well. Just your, just these. You're fine. Extra zealousness. Good. Very well. What falls will rise again. This time, the one that was slow was like too quick. It's like, oh my god! Just like finish this too quickly. It's like, damn it! It's like, he gets like thumped again by the one next to him. So he's gonna strip um, their robes off. Okay, yeah, so, so they all take their robes off. And the masks. And like, yeah, yeah. So you can see that they are mostly human. Um, uh, male and female. Uh, there's one, There are two... Sorry, there's one elf and there's one half-elf. There's a, there's a female elf and there's a, a male half-elf. Uh, apart from that, they all look rather unremarkable. They all look rather uh, young. Like, they're all, like, in their, like, maybe mid-twenties at most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, yeah, they all look a little bit... Are they wearing, like, clouts and underbreeches? Or is it, like, a full Monty kind of scenario? <laughs> no, so... Uh, so, in fact, they all are wearing very expensive kind of... Underclothes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They definitely look like nobles, yeah. Right. I'm sensing Good. a parallel. Mm-hmm. So I'll have them pile them up and I'll say, back to the prayers. Utmost importance. They just look at each other and the um like the female elf, she's got short spiky black hair and tan skin, says, Um, are we to go back to the prayers uh in our underclothes? Yes, he won't care. He's a devil. 
So they shrug and and just uh, you know what? No, just yeah, actually, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. you know what? In fact, disadvantage on this one. This is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is you weird. It, you pushed it too this, far. This is a little did. bit, a little bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Okay. A nat twenty or an eleven. Well, you know what you have to choose. Yes, the nat twenty. No, um, <laughs> seventeen for my disadvantage. Oh, All right, shit. Yeah. So they just go. So listen, I will. I will definitely say because they're not complete idiots that they look. They look suspicious, but they what they think this is is probably some kind of test. Yeah. So they don't doubt you. They don't doubt your word. Yeah. But yeah, they yeah. there's something that they feel there's something you're not saying that this is all a bit of a, a bit of a wind up or or a test. A yeah. test. Like yeah. a bit of a hazing like, almost. Yeah. Or something like a just a, mm. just a I need you to just follow the stupidest order yeah, yeah, yeah. without question. And this is a test to see not, if you'll do that. Not to put too fine a point on it, this is kind of a cult's whole deal. Yeah, exactly. So, so in that case, then they just they they not as they turn to leave. Yeah. I will say, your loyalty is commendable. We'll be remembered. Yeah. Like that. Like it's maybe nice. maybe this is a test kind of thing. Like yeah. maybe maybe yeah. this is a wind up, and I'm right. impressed with how you've come out and you've stripped off. I've made you something. You know, maybe next is the when I ask you to do yeah. something big. Gotcha. So the elf gives a very knowing, mm. very knowing mm. nod, and they all they all go through. So they, yeah, that's I, it. They, they can make the cult full the robes. So, so I, I guess I'll just throw the robes over one arm. Yep. And try and like I guess pile up the masks. pile up the masks under the other arm. Yeah, they, they all kind of fit together. With, like, and I'll just uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so he returns with the mask yep. and the robes. This is what the cult. This is what they look like. They all wear one of these, and they all wear a robe like this. Well, well then we should absolutely get some robes that look like. Why don't we just take these ones? <laughs> <laughs> so I should also inform you: there's a big old spine devilly thing with a bunch of naked cultists now doing prayers, but they'll stay at it for a while. I am and less inclined to put on these robes. <laughs> hmm. I think Shiri was right. Ew. Good thing we didn't go for the temple. Even better that she's not around to hear me say that. <laughs> Rhea, you're going to have to wear them too. Okay, she frowns and says, fine. Puts, puts on a robe. Oh, they're very becoming on you. Thank you. I swear to God, if you finish that sentence, I'll slap you. <laughs> so, she, so she puts on the robes and the mask and just kind of like sits there looking very disgruntled. As far as you can tell with the mask on. Mm. I can hear you frowning from here. <laughs> so, <laughs> she does seem like she would be one of those people not. who are very like, yeah. you know, just like... <sighs> That's what I like about her, is her sense of duty. It's so different to me. This, this will be worth it, yes? Yes. Good. If nothing else, you're putting a stop to a great evil. Yes. And also just think about the naked cultists performing their prayers for Zariel now. That does amuse me. <laughs> she says, wait, wait. Are we to leave them alive? Should we not slay them? Look, they're like rats so they could go out and infect others they're going to look darn silly if they do I mean we can come back to them yeah. she says no I, 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 I'm not being ruthless I'm being serious should, yes. should we perhaps think about dispatching them I, and in fact this whole temple I raise I raise the very point not more than 15 minutes ago but Shuri when she was here was right especially with the inclusion of a spine devil there is none of us here that are at a full uh, command of our powers our abilities. And the mission to protect the refugees comes first, which is what this is all about. As all right, it, that gets yeah. her without a roll. She, hey. says, she just nods and says, yes, let's go. As it is, we're going to have a hard enough time dealing with someone who's bedridden of all things. You know, it always starts with naked prayers and it just ends up with the cultists drinking flavorade in the middle of the <laughs> oh, jeez. She says, then let us waste no more time. Yes, Onwards. can agree with me. Okay, so with that then, you are going to make your way back the way you came. Yep. Out the... The sewers, essentially. Uh, you, so you, you start to make your way through. Now, Doctor is invisible. <sighs> Whether or not that matters for anything. Yeah. So, oh no. Oh no, sorry. Um, yeah, Doctor 
Is it, so you're just walking. You're in. You're in the cultist robes. Uh, or did you take the potion of? I would have taken because the plan was to yes. Is that yes? Because yes. I don't. I don't fit in the robes. So okay. Saying. Good. 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 You are at the vaults. You have got in front of you. Presumably, there is an entrance to this temple from the manor above. That's our hypothesis. Yes. That's yes. your hypothesis because it's directly underneath it. They come and go somehow. You seriously doubt they come and go through. Well, you know they don't come and go through the, the, the sewer entrance, right? So there could be one or more entrances. So from the vault, you start to explore and try to find another way out of the temple. However, these cultists, or in particular, however, the Duke herself yep. comes and goes. So you've got the main temple that mm-hmm. is past the secret little shrine that you've come through. Yes. Now, Nick, when you were in there, you saw that there were a big set of double doors, which presumably lead to somewhere, some main thoroughfare, you'd assume, since you know, this seems to be, the temple itself seems to be the whole center point here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, directly in front of the vault, you've got the sewer passageway that continues up. And eventually on your left, if you look up that passageway, there is a door to the left and then everything else you would need to go down to see because it is outside of the range of your dark vision and light source. Mm-hmm. There is also a passageway to the left yep. and obviously to the right. All right. Which is uh, which direction to the manor itself, though? Is that up? Uh, up but also... So like, right underneath the manor. You're, you're actually right underneath it. Are yes. we? Like you're, you are directly under the manor grounds. You think you think that you would need to go... So where you are now, yep. by your best judge of things, you think you're probably actually kind of near the southern gate. Uh, probably in the grounds itself. But the house would have to be at least a little bit forward. Let's investigate the door that's on the uh, leftmost passage opposite the shrine, is it? Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, well, that's the vault. That's the where vault. you are Sorry, now. my apologies. So you can continue from the vault along the sewer that goes north. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then you can see that there is a door on the left. Yes, so, and yep. we'll take a quick look at that door. Great. And there's two things that I'm looking for. And if you want me to make an investigation check, happy to. Sure. But the thing I'm looking for, use of the door, but I'm also looking for like a, if not pristine, but certainly cleaner passage ah, than yes. the one that we've encountered. Because I can't imagine Duke Vanthampore letting her... The hems of her robes get, you know, filthy with muck. This is, no, exactly right. So listen, you look up, so th- this appears to be clean, by the way. So okay. as far as, it's just stone on the ground now. You're not in an area that was dried up water. It's all it's all dry down here, by the way. It's mm. cl- been clearly done very well, though. It's all dry, dusty stone. So, uh, But you walk up to that door. When you get up to that door... You can see that only a little bit further, like another 30 feet, there's another turn. On another the, on, uh, the on the left, so, you know, turning west. But yeah, so you get up to this door. Just like all the doors that you've seen down here, except for the big one. Actually, you've not seen any fucking doors down here. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen one, se- two secret doors and uh, the entrance to the vault, which is very atypical. So the doors, this, this particular door is hardwood and it is braced with iron. Um, it appears to be locked and does not have a porthole or a keyhole. Oh, sorry, it has a, a, a keyhole, but does not have a, anything like that. Do you want to try to open the door, knock on the door, smash the door it. open? Did Van Der Boer have keys on her? Yeah, she did. We had three of them. Yeah, yeah. Three. The keys. So we have a key for the manor, we have a key for the vault, and we have a key, I suspect, for the shrine. Yes. Try the key to the manor. Done. It opens. It, it opens perfectly. To the manor born. Indeed. So... <laughs> you're gonna hate me for this. Oh no, you, you not hate me. You're gonna kick yourself. So this Hello. is the this is the vestry. Yeah. <laughs> so there are four wooden wardrobes against the wall to there. That- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is exactly where the cultists store their masks and robes. 
And there are some perfumes and some incense in here as well. Mm. You also notice that there is a small black wooden box, which is, you know, stained black, which is resting uh, in, a, in a place of prominence in a little alcove in the wall with a, with a candle burning on top of it. Oh, no, not on top of it, but, you know, next to it. Next to it. Uh, so there's a very, very dull red glow in here, and there is a full-length mirror as well. Oh, I'm going to check out what I look like. You look pretty good. Okay. My, my imitation is pretty flawless. <laughs> I'm, like, this one. I, I'm kind <laughs> of intrigued by the box. Yeah, well, you can have a look see. at the box. Uh, now, you can see that there is a, also there is a door. There is also a door to the north in this little vestry. I can't believe this. <laughs> For whatever reason. So, Dang it. Yeah, there you go. You can see that that door, the door to the north, doesn't doesn't look like it's used that often. It seems it seems like most people come in come and go in here. So, what do you do? So the, the corridor we were coming down, does it, it, it continues on past that little it does, uh, yeah. turn? Much, much further north, yes, correct. But we don't see where it ends? No, because it's outside the range of your light and vision. Master Bell. Yes. Do you have any, do you see anything strange about this box? Given sufficient time, I'm sure that I could discern all manner of things about the box, but the thing that I would hasten to point out is that there's a time frame as far as Docton's Potion of Invisibility. Oh, I see. Oh, I'm really tempted, but I suppose I'll have to leave alone. We can place the box within the bag of holding. Snatch it, put it in the bag of holding? Yep. Done. Now, right. You, so that happens. Now, I mean, obviously, this, I mean, unless you want to search the room, you can, but this really just looks like the best street. Yeah, so let's yeah. just keep going. You leave. You go back out. Now, are you going to continue along the northern corridor, or um. are you going to... Uh, well, up to you. I'm not going to lead you on. You can choose where you go. All right. So there's a passage to the left. There's a passage to the north. Yes? Correct. I, I'm in favor of north. I would think the left... Only because there's two entrances into it. But the other entrance didn't look like it got used very much. Hmm, fair enough. North it is then. Continuing north, you can see that as you go further forward, uh, first of all to the left, you can see that the, that the the passageway that turns left goes on for about 80 feet and then ends at a dead end. Sorry, ends at a dead end, but then uh, north of that dead end, so, you know, obviously lo- looking down at them to the right, you can see that there is another door, just a regular wooden door, and there are actually two cultists out the front of that door having a hushed conversation. They also have really low passive perceptions, just like you. So <laughs> with you even being hard, I mean, they don't react poorly to you. Um, and in fact, they, they I mean, you, once again, they, re- they have the robes, they have the masks. Mm. So you can't, you know, determine much about them apart from, from the fact that they look to be human sized, you know, halflings, dwarves, children, obviously. Uh, they're having a hushed conversation. When they see you coming around the corner, are you all, you're all in the yeah. corner. Yes. So you're not dressed as the Duke. I am, no, I'm dressed as the Duke. Okay, okay. I'm the Duke and with a couple of cultists with me. That's fine. So you all, yeah. So when they pass, they, they just look at you and they just bow. Mm hmm. Damn straight along the sand of it. I'm just going to unlock the door. Great. So, yeah, it also continues north. So the, the passageway continues on and then ends at a T-junction, which you can obviously see goes, you know, right and left or east and west. And judging by the alignment of it, like how far you've traveled, you know, without reaching the end of this T-junction, that if you looked to the right, you would almost certainly see the, the front doors to the temple. Yeah. Okay. You, know, you, you definitely okay. think that's the entrance there. As to what they are guarding, or they may not be guarding, they could just be having a conversation outside the door. But yeah, that, you have no idea where that leads. But that's what you see. Somewhere out of Just open the door up. So you, you brush past them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay, explain myself to servants. So. Yeah, you don't, in fact. They, they, they actually just back off and yeah. they... 
they bow and say, my lady, welcome. That's all mistake. What's, what's wrong? I just open the door. Yeah, so you open the door. You walk by. Actually, it, it isn't even locked. So. I just give them a curt nod. So this is the cultist quarters. Opening it up, you can see that it is about 90 feet by 40 feet. Uh, and this room is just, once again, lit by two wrought iron candlesticks, each topped with these nine flickering candles that glow red. You're mm -hmm. noticing a recurring theme here. And around the room's perimeter, there are 10 wooden bunk beds. So enough for 20 people to sleep and be housed here. There are wooden boxes. There are some cultists that are sleeping. Men, women, uh, mostly mostly mm -hmm. human. You see your first dwarf. You see a, uh -huh. you see a youngish female dwarf uh, who is snoring, <laughs> snoring loudly in the corner. Uh, you can just see her red hair splayed out across uh, cultist robes next to her. Nobody else is really doing anything in this room apart from sleeping. Uh, you do, however, see that there is one more door to the north on the other end, like past this room. It's the latrine, isn't it? Maybe, you don't know. We'll just, I'll walk through and I'll like nod my head like, hmm. Hmm. Like, uh, all seems to be in order kind like of thing. Yep. Just in case anyone... Yeah, exactly like that. You know that this door, going by what you saw before at the T-junction, you know that that door would lead to the corridor. Alright. Yeah. So I go back and walk through. Does it lead to the corridor? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, so, popping out the front there, uh, it opens up in, into the other end of that corridor. You know, you just... You know, we'll say a couple of people wake up, but they're yeah. sleeping lightly, but they just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> they, they do that thing where they immediately go back to sleep and just, yeah, it's great, you're, you're, you're dressed for the occasion. So now you're on this area here, and now you can actually see for quite a ways, because some of the doors along this uh, particular corridor have light out the front of them. So you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about purely providing your own light source. For, for one thing, out the front of the temple, there are two... Braziers. Braziers is glowing with red fire. It then continues on for quite some time, actually. So all the way further east. And you can see that they're so directly across from you, across from the crew for the, the cultist's quarters, there is another door here, directly across. Uh, also, across from the temple, a little bit further towards you and a little bit further away, there are two more doors that you can see. So this is all on the north side of that right. uh, T-junction. Exactly right. This is this is the northern. This appears to be the main thoroughfare. Oh, yeah. North of that. And it's also about this point that you have passed almost to the far northern end of the property of the manor's property. Okay. So you think you've kind of reached almost the edge of this complex. You don't think that there's going to be any anything north of whatever these northern room doors okay. lead to. Just just going by um, the fact that it's, you know, in theory this is all under the manor, or under the villa, I should say. Um, can I just, I want to look at the stone, the walls around me. Yep. Because just as a dwarf, I can, like, I'm not an expert, yeah. but I can take a rough guess on, like, how good this looks. Oh, yeah. I just want to sure. see if, like, this is, like, are these rooms that have been excavated recently, or have they been found and turned, or, like, have they existed? Repurposed. Repurposed. Oh, perfect. So I get advantage on a history role concerning, concerning the history of this stonework as a dwarf. Absolutely. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. That's great. Oh, that's a natural Woo! 19, which is good, because my int is 10, so that's nothing. So that's a, that's a straight 19. Nice. I love it. So you believe that this was partially reconstructed and partially excavated. You think that uh, with Duke Vanthampur's history being basically being the head of sanitation in the city, yeah. uh, she would have found not only been able to find this place in the sewers, but also been able to legally organize for it to be, you know, cordoned off and then excavated and had the construction done. You think that it was done partially just with good old-fashioned human engineering and also a little bit of magical assistance. The way that any large-scale engineering is done in a natural okay. world. All right. This is not like... This hasn't been here for generations. No, 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 definitely not. Yeah. Um, you, think, you think it most maybe a couple of decades. 
Any insight as to uh, directions upward? Uh, personally, uh, I reckon we head uh, west, away from the main temple. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. So yeah, you, you so can doc, you can you yeah. can do that if you like. Doctor's like, no, this is all. I think we're they've made this place themselves. And when we go this way, I mean, the temple's that way, and yeah. we're you know don't want to be. Basically, yeah. Luckily, there are no other cultists or anything that you can see in Good. this particular section of the sewers. Are you going to try any of the doors north of you, or are you going to go right that can, way, or we could try the one that's that we're going to be walking past on our journey to the west. Yeah, you so could, the, yeah. the one that's sort of in line with where the um, cultists, the cultists' uh, rooms were, and when the the vestry was. I assume that the reason the door of the vestry mm-hmm. that the um, cultists on the cultists' bedroom side, the reason why it's not very used is they probably just get dressed in their rooms. Yes, almost, yeah. almost certainly. Yep. So you're going to try the door that's just directly across from you as you walk out. Yeah, just mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Yeah, just yeah. Why not? So that door there is locked. But the key opens it, uh-huh. and as you open it up, you can see that the, once again, candlesticks, flickering candles. Uh, now, this is a room that is 50 foot by 50 foot, and appears to be a very elaborate personal quarters. There is a cast iron stove heating the place with clawed feet. Across from the crackling stove, you can see there is a modest desk with a matching chair. There are other furnishings in here that include a small table, a chair for dining, a bed, an iron chest resting at the foot of the bed, two tapestries, one showing uh, spirits rising as Lemur devils uh, from the river Styx, and another depicts a dead man dangling like a marionette from hooked chains. Have we encountered a symbol similar to that? Not yet, no. Okay, I could have sworn that we'd come across a symbol, like literally come across a similar symbol previously. Could do a religion check. We could do that. But, but, and there's a large double bed, obviously, as mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it looks like a big bedroom. Personal quarters. I'll save that for someone with a No, no other... And to be clear, no other exits from the room. I might give it a go. So 22 to see if I can identify any significance about the hanging man on the tapestry. Uh, so this one basically shows the punishment of certain people in hell. Okay. Hell itself, you know, is not actually like a realm of punishment per se. But, but it can serve as that. Uh, generally speaking, that's where e- lawful evil souls go where they die. Certain times, though, however, they are outfitted with mm-hmm. extraordinary punishments for their, for their sins on Earth. This just appears to be a, a sort of a, a, a generic depiction of like, yep, yeah, hell is not exclusively, but can also be a realm of punishment type thing. Rifles at a desk. There's also an iron chest. Yeah, uh, Doctor goes to the chest. Um, <laughs> Great. That's where you keep the Chinese. Possibly help with this. Is it locked? It is, but the key opens it. Uh-huh. So you open it up and you can see that there appears to be some vestments of Torm, including a silver pendant what? shaped like the right-handed gauntlet on the end of a silver chain of Torm. You think this. this is probably where <sighs> Thavius Creed was staying yeah. before he was... Imprisoned. Imprisoned in the vault. This really looks like Thievius Krieg's quarters. That is some hard evidence. Stash it all. Yep, done. Right. Into the bag of holes. It's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we can add to that. It'll be identifiably his. Ropes. It, it is. It is. Okay. Dis- you recognize it as distinctly his. It, right, it is his holy symbol. Yeah. It's really quite like it's made out of silver and also white gold, and you know, it's it's the thing that he has presented on many on many days. And he was thought to be dead with the explosion of the city. Well, lost, yes. lost yeah. with all of Elturel, Yes. So this is like hard. Hardcore evidence. Yes, correct. Um, so, and at least, what's going on there? Uh, the desk. No, no. Um, the emotions. Just this, just this, just clenched fists as she's like holding open this chest. <laughs> yeah. Just. 
<laughs> but yeah, you see, like you know, he's got his packing bags you know, with with personal effects. We take all of it, all of it, all of its evidence. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like anything else that she that she like any 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 peep any word of like maybe any incriminating documents? No. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, all, no. I mean, all, like it's, I mean, it's just clothes and the holy. Oh no, no, just the fact that it's like Torm's vestments. Oh yeah. Just no, it's just yeah. And, and Rhea also, yeah, Rhea has a, being, you know, a worshipper of Torm, just has a real, like, visceral reaction. You can see her knuckles turning white on her sword hilt. I hope that traitor is burning in hell for all of his atrocities. Uh, I think that's exactly what's happening. He How was, did he do it? He she was says, burning I have, she says, I have sworn oaths in front of him. I have seen him give the blessing to paladins. I have seen him cast clerical magic. And if he still had access to that magic, he would have done so when, when engaging us in battle. Maybe. How did he do it? How do you, I understand how one can pretend to be a, a, a priest, but how, how does one do it and actually cast the spells? Isn't that what black guards are, though? Don't they hide their alignment? Genuine question. Uh, is that a genuine question in character or out of yeah, character? In, in character. Both. How do you know about black guards? I've heard of evil paladins. I mean, that'd be part Oathbreakers, of... Oathbreakers, yeah. That's probably the word I'd use mm, there. Right. Oathbreakers. I mean, if you ask me that in character, I'll say, oh, the stories are full of them. You know, the paladin turns on his gods and becomes the traitor from within. And I'll rattle off a few names of famous plays. It's good fodder. I mean, That's... presumably they can hide. that they. I mean, they wouldn't be any useful. I mean, the same as any sort of spy or traitor. Pretty useless if they can't hide their... Granted, they do exist, but something, someone as public as Krieg... And she said that she shuts them. She shuts the chest. She says, it just makes no sense. He was surrounded by other clerics of other deities. I do not understand how we could keep up such a gross deception for so long. And if so, how was he not? Here's the thing. The Code of Torm, the first tenet, is to not suffer any injustice. Strike it down where it stands, quickly. And yet, close, pick up the yeah. chest. <laughs> pick Put up the chest. In yeah. And yet, this man was able to operate as long as he did, and he was not struck down. Could he have possibly been acting for justice then? I mean, I know next to nothing about Torm as well. From what you've just said, he's all about justice, right? What if there was some yes. mi- ill-conceived, misconstrued justice behind this? I wish I could ask him. I mean, my friend in the sh- our friend in the shield here seems to think he's been entrapped unjustly. Oh. Rhea says, well, maybe he just lied. We must move on. Hopefully we'll find answers. <laughs> it is just frustrating. I feel so ignorant. She, she walks out and just goes, which way do we go? Well, clearly not that way. This way? That I don't way? know. Yep, so if you, if you go west, you see that that ends with a southern turn which just leads all the way back to the other end of the still no door uh, no there are no doors that way at all that leads back down towards the region where the vault was so that you've sort of exhausted that section of the temple can we head down directly behind the temple then down that this this is where we came uh, sorry the that southernmost southernmost uh, yeah thank you the the southernmost passage is where we came from well if we're here let's head east along checking the doors as we go so we'll head east just being mindful that we'll be, yeah, passing in front of the big temple as we do. But it, yeah, it's very shot. It's more for the benefit of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for the recording, yeah. So, so you continue east along the corridor. You get to the first door in the north. You can smell food coming from there. You presume that it's the kitchen. Jeez. Quickly opening it, however, leads to a confirmation of that assumption. <laughs> uh, like, you can see that you actually hear, like, chop, 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 chop. There's a couple of cultists in there with their robes, their masks. <laughs> their masks are off. They're just preparing dinner. I'll it's, all all it's, all very, it's all very wholesome. It's all I'll very give lovely. them a nod and let's just keep moving. Yeah, so they, uh, they give you a deep bow and they allow you to keep moving, assuming that you is do. Is there, like, a barrel of apples or something around? 
<laughs> there, 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 no. is, there is barrels of food. There's barrels of food that you can see that there is uh, uh, crates that have got food goods. There's a, a big pantry. No, Mark, we're not going to put you in a barrel and send you down a river. No, <laughs> no. no, 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 no. no. Mm. Doctor's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like there's lots of food and like the two cultists there. Like one of them just, like, just turns to the other and is just like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, are we? Uh, I I didn't realize. In fact, the menu had changed and that we were in fact uh, preparing uh, a food for some gut snipes. That's why you're using the." Uh, <laughs> The pedestrian spice of cinnamon. Uh, uh, pardon me. I, I see. Here was me thinking we were preparing food for um, uh, our duke, but no, that's. Uh, you, you can hear um, Doctor's knuckle, like the bones, like the knuckles crack, and it's like you're just talking about pedestrian spices. It's like the one magic item he has is Hewitt's handy spice pouch. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't, why don't you just add some extra salt while you're at it, you pedestrian bitch? <laughs> this food couldn't be more pedestrian if it walked down the street. Get your shit together, Tower. So, so there's just this little conversation. Gonna, like, he's gonna wait until he thinks or finds some food that they're not that's like behind them. Or oh, there is a slab of there's like a lamb shank. There is a couple of honeyed apples. They're just gonna think it's the imps anyway. I'm just gonna take a lamb shank or something. Yeah, great, done. The the imps are so now munching on a now with Doctor munching on a lamb. You continue along the corridor and you can see that the so the next row along leads to the dining room. You, you 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 pop it open, you can see that this is where the cultists would dine. There are none that are present right now. There are two huge wooden trestle tables laden with benches standing in the middle of the room. Once again, wrought iron candlesticks. Uh, this has gone from like a sneaky infiltration thing to like you know cribs that are rich and famous yeah, yeah, it's, it's, like it's, it's cultists it's like yeah. a, it's a kitchen with bitchy chefs it's like a house inspection so you so you continue along now at this point uh, this beef is so raw it's still mowing <laughs> what am I what are you so okay so you, so leaving the leaving the dining room behind uh, you continue along and there is one more door to the north before mm. there is a passageway leading north that leads to a dead end and then there is what you presume to be the connecting surrounding passageway right, let's that, check the last room that leads south so uh, that room there you, you pop it open and it's cold storage <laughs> you know so there's a the goddamn fridge there are some animal carcasses and other fresh meat in the room yeah. hanging in the middle of the room there's a 10 foot high ceiling you can see there are three foot long chains each ending in a hook and there are some flayed boar carcasses currently swinging right. there at the I, present time. I wonder if the use for the Vanthampore Manor then, if everything is underground. Oh, this is not suitable fare for a duke. <laughs> but I do have to say, as far as expenses go for managing a cultist, Duke Vanthampore seems to be very interested in her cult's health and well-being. Only the best for yeah. my cultists, dear. Really, you guys, you've got to try the Vanthampore. Where's the goddamn mansion? At this point. You can see that there is a spine devil followed by two cultists. Naked? A separate spine devil. Oh, no, different. not naked, different cultists. Different cult, that, that are walking that are walking north along yeah. that far eastern corridor towards you. That's uh, not a not a big deal, but just something to be aware of. I'm just gonna walk um, we'll walk down. So you, you go to walk past them. The spine yeah. the spine devil stops though and looks to you and says, Mistress, the midnight mask cannot be over. Is all well? I'll tap the shield. Tap tap tap. Don't make me tap the shield. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't make me tap the shield. So the Give me a plans are having to be altered. Deception check. <laughs> That's a pretty bad one, but still ten. I got the shield. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Interesting. Would you please roll initiative? Fuck. Son of a dick. 
<laughs> so it, it appears to me the devil was already in a suspicious mood. Like something uh, weird's going on. Nat tw- there's the nat 20. Oh, come on. So yeah, so the, so this this devil and the two cultists yeah. uh, definitely look like they were on edge about something already. Possibly unrelated, yeah. but you're... Yeah, we'll just say you falter slightly. Like you've been a bit yeah. too... A bit too Cavalier. comfortable. No, 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 I'll tell you exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Silver Tongue is bored to tears from traipsing around this damn dungeon. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. That, that's fair. Well, well, yeah, right? they, literally, they literally just heard you be like, where the hell is the damn Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he... He, <laughs> he, 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 he grabbed he, the devil. Where's the fucking mansion? Yeah, where's the fucking mansion? He's spiny, bitch! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, initiative, Nick is 20, Sam. 18. Okay, cool. That's what it is. It's just like, he got all in character, ready to go, mm-hmm. and he said, we've just, probably by this point, like, what, 15 minutes of walking yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the cultist's bathroom. It's the cultist's latrine. It's the cultist's disco floor. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's why Doctor, like, literally, I think that's one of the reasons why Doctor, like, ended up taking the lamb check. He's just uh, like, this is boring and I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor, what was your initiative? Seven. I can't um, rage. You gotta swallow. So Mark was seven. Uh, yeah, this is also gonna be great for my invisibility as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben was yours. Fourteen. Okay. So initiative. Nick, you are first. They rush forward to the attack, and you think you can hear some scraping and flapping of little wings. Oh. All right. Some kind of imp-like creature, most mm-hmm. likely an imp. Yep. I will grab the shield and bash the spine devil with it. <laughs> I mean, sure. You can do that. Um, so you're not proficient in shield as a weapon. Nope. But oh, you, okay. But you, I the mean, shield's proficient in shield being a weapon. Don't you have to attune to it first? Uh. Yeah, you know what? You can, you can just att- attack with a shield, can't you? Okay, great. Yeah, so you can smack him with a shield. Well, so, I've been out of spell swats for hours now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Plus four on the attack roll. Woo! Actually, no, what's your strength? Uh, my strength is terrible. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's eight. Okay, so you... Plus three. <laughs> <laughs> 12. 12. 12 to hit the spider devil with a shield. No, but you make a valiant effort. So uh, you try yeah. to just do a Captain America and smash it in the face. Uh, so the spider devil is just like, how did you get that? Sam. Yes. Rhea. Wait. Oh, yeah. Ah. So Rhea, we'll go after you. She's been itching for a fight ever since she saw that trunk with you. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, she'll hit with that, presumably. It's a 15. Great. And she's attacking the spine devil? Yeah. Yep, so she lunges forward with just a real classic, you know, Hema stance and tries to chop the devil down. Yep. Five damage on the first attack. And mm. she can attack twice. So she'd probably hit on the second one too. That's something like 19. Uh, eight on the second attack. To hit? Yeah. No, 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 damage. damage, damage. Oh. She hits and damage. Great. And okay. I'll say to her, see how I set that up for you by flailing an effect shield again? Yeah, so as you, as you smash the spine devil with your shield, she steps forward and slashes with her sword and cuts back again, lays open its ribs. Dark red blood splats onto the ground and you know, hisses ever so slightly like it's boiling hot water. And that's a good turn. Sam. Okay, yeah. The devil looks pretty hurt. I'm going to try and finish it off, actually. Do it. Oh, I was just going to, I just wanted to clarify something. Mm-hmm. So we think there's an imp around. Yes. They are suspicious of us. Yes. But they haven't made any broad declarative statements of like, you're not... So if the imp was watching, you would see the spine devil attack us. Yeah. No, just like, you live in a world with illusion and weird stuff and mm. the possibility yeah. of having cult temples infiltrated. This spine devil knows that the duke is supposed to be yeah. at a very important mass for the next couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Comes into a group of figures, you know, wandering through the catacombs, probably that doesn't recognise the shapes of, who knows? And Silvertown is bored and frustrated, bored and frustrated. does not yeah. give his best performance. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm just yeah. thinking about, like, if this is going to alert... Um, well, we'll everything else. Yeah. First of all, specifically. Oh, yeah, there's a, well, there's a fair chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. We have to move quick. Mm. Yep. yep, so I'm going to try and take it down. Do uh, Alright, so, yeah, Eldritch Blast. Do it. Tinks a bracelet against the bracer on the opposite hand, and... This is going to look very un... 
cultist. Yeah, pretty much. It's rainbows. <laughs> it's not rainbow, for the love of God. But Sam, friendship but, is magic. Oh my God. Anyway. No, magic is magic. <laughs> magic is magic and it will blow your head off. Anyway. Friendship is liability. <laughs> 20. To hit. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So your white hot ball of celestial light shoots across the narrow confines of the temple's corridor and strikes the spine devil full in the face. Is yep. it too much to hope that yours is radiant? Uh, it's no, just it's false. false. You it's can false. describe it however you like, sure. but it is just a... Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so it is eleven points. Yeah. So you hit the spine devil so right in the right, face, right in the chest, right in the chest, and it explodes and disappears back to the hells from which it was spawned. Mm. You know, the term spine devil implies the existence of the spineless devil. Anyway, you actually did make that joke last session. God, good. <laughs> so, a couple of things happen. First of all, the imp manifests and goes. Ah-ha! And does a, a, a slightly upgraded imp ability, which is Vicious Mockery, and casts it on you. Damn it! So would, you, would you please make a Wisdom saving throw? It casts Column Mockery at you. <laughs> if he wants to see Vicious Mockery, I'll give him a rubber for his money. 20. It says, you look stupid with your stupid horns! And you're like, yeah, whatever, mate. Um, so, <laughs> so, you, so you feel that its psychic assault fails, yeah. uh, and then it gets very frustrated and looks at it. Um, then the two cultists <laughs> are going to charge forward, and they draw out their wicked, you know, sort of Chris daggers. Mm-hmm. They're sort of serrated Chris daggers, and they're going to uh, slash at you because you have the shield. Yeah, you look, you look most important. My hourglass is now sixteen, which is actually vaguely respectable. So one of them, one of them misses, and the other one will hit you yeah. for five damage. Oh! Uh, you don't get physically hit, but we'll say that you're just pressed up against the wall of the thing. You, the back of your head just sort of cracks against the the stone wall behind you. You're a little bit dazed, but otherwise okay. Ben, I'm going to cast frostbite on the imp. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> stupid imp. Uh, will an eleven hit? Uh, an 11 will not hit. Alright, I will inspire that then. 17. Much better. Six points of damage. Very good. So yeah, the frostbite hits the imp. Uh, he does not look very, very good at all. Now, imps are resistant to colds. Oh, but, but, but um, that is still going to be damage. It's not, not immune to colds. But, but they're so. not immune as, as opposed to fire. Exactly. And, and imps are not the most hardy of devils anyway so you've, you've dealt a good blow so alright yeah, right. smack him he's like Aah! like he's, he's covered in frostbite just to also be clear it has disadvantage on its uh, next attack very important good mark two cultists and because the, the, wait the imp is still up though imp is still up uh, and there's two cultists who are who have got daggers I yes. think the cultist is probably your yeah. priority alright I will attack left cultist and they seem largely interchangeable correct now yes. you're, you were invisible I have a halberd yeah, what I'm saying is, do you have advantage? Tom, do I have advantage because I were invisible? Uh, only for your first attack, but then you're visible. Yeah, that's fine. I only get one attack this turn until next yeah. level. Mm. Then I get two attacks. <gasps> ah, thank God. What? One was a four, but because I have advantage, that is, because we still haven't had a nap, <laughs> uh, merely a plus five. Uh, so that's... Uh, Dirty 20 to hit, Tom. Yes, definitely. That left cultist is uh, soundly bonked. Make it flail around like left shot. Uh, That is for a total of seven damage. Okay, so you slightly... So the the, the cultist tries to block with his dagger. You slip past and you are not entirely sure how much damage you do, but it feels like you really cut into his midsection. Blood starts to pool on the ground and he screams in pain. That is then... (laughs) 
Top of the round, next turn. All right, I will, having failed with the shield, I will use a minor illusion mm-hmm. uh, as a cantrip just mm-hmm. to conjure a sphere of darkness around one of them. No, that's not me. To conjure a sphere of rainbow lights around one of the guy's heads just to give advantage on the next person who attacks him. Perfect. So, like, the advantage action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're flavoring it. Awesome. Yeah. Flavoring it, but you don't need to roll for that. That's no, crazy. it's just like a blast of, like, butterflies and rainbows. And Which, things. of course, will be rare. Yep, rare, so she can draw advantage on the first hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll... Definitely hit. Who are you attacking? The cultist. The wounded, the wounded one? The one, yes. The wounded one's the one with mm-hmm. them. If she hits, she'll kill that cultist. Okay, he's dead. Yeah. So the first attack, she's, she, while the cultist is still staggering back from Doctrine's blow, she just very cleanly runs him through the heart. Yep. And then spins around and is going to attack that one, I guess. Uh, that'll hit again. Oh, she, she rolls well when I'm rolling for her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on brand. My rolls have not been... Usually my rolls are pretty good in games, for whatever reason. They've uh, not been great this campaign. That's good. Um, and she will deal uh, five damage to her. Him. Nice. Okay, so, so the other one, uh, so she, you, you hear her cry out in pain as she, as Rhea cuts into her arm. Uh, so, she, so now she's wounded. There's one wounded cultist and one wounded imp. Good work, Sam. <laughs> I'm going to try and hit the imp. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, go and try, try and uh, make the imp more wounded. Stupid yes. imp. Yes. Yeah. Stupid imp. Hey, go easy on the imp. No. Imp and ain't easy, Tom. All right, fine. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Get out. <laughs> Yes, oh. suffering brings me joy. Oh, your, anguish, your anguish sustains me. So it's, you groan at all my terrible jokes, but then you, the yeah. joy you derive from that is the same as I get. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to be funny, I'm trying to upset people. <laughs> oh. So, Sam. 18 to hit. 18 to hit, you definitely hit. And that is 12 damage. Okay, so the imp is struck at the imp. Basically, the imp explodes yeah. into shards of cinders and light and is utterly destroyed. That is then their turn, uh, by which I mean the one wounded cultist who's going to try to run screaming away. Uh-huh. Uh, provoking AOs from, I think, you, Raya, Raya, Raya and you. I'm going to try and smash him with the shield. I mean, look, one chance a, I might actually hit him. It's a do or die effort. Yeah, 14 to whack with the shield. Great. Seven, 17 to hit. Great. <laughs> what damage is the shield? Oh, 11 damage. Woo! Nice. Uh, uh, is a d4 plus your strength mod plus two. So, so plus one. <laughs> so, uh, three damage. <laughs> yeah. Ow. What's funny is that oh, doesn't, right? So <laughs> she goes to run. I think you just clothesline her with the shield and as she falls on Wait. the ground, basically halfway through the air, Doctor's helmet decapitates her. I'll turn to Ray and be like, look, I did physical combat. <laughs> you said I had to grow as a person. Look, I'm watch now. <laughs> look at me. Okay, she just pats you on the back. Very good. Shall, uh, we, shall we move on quickly? Oh, so quickly. I don't think we have time to hide these bodies. Let's just stash them in the cold room. Like, we're literally standing next to it, aren't we? Actually, that's very true. Let's <laughs> do that. Oh, oh. You drag... It's, it's just a well, classic... Well, he has to. Look, it's a classic... Doctor- do you remember that picture we saw with the people suspended from the chains in hell? No! <laughs> oh god. It's a classic hitman scene of you just dragging the body slowly into the room. So you drag them into the cold room, you close the cold room. Now, do you, do you continue south along that corridor? Alright, so have we looked at the uh, eastmost door? That's the cold room. That's the cold room. That's the cold room? Yep. Okay. It's, it's like, it's the kitchen, it's the bathroom, it's the cold room, it's the gift wrapping room, mm-hmm. it's the disco floor, it's uh, cultists. And they days. were coming from... Damn, this way. Um, from no, no. the... They, they were coming north. Yes, that's right. Along the... So they were basically going the way that we didn't go initially. Yeah. Out of the... Um, Possibly a patrol. They, they may have been doing a circuit the whole time. And they, and they this is just the first time that you've run into them. That looks like it comes... Like, if there's a room there, it looks like it's next to the temple. It is next yeah. to the temple. And in fact, barring, barring secret doors, this is, this is one of the last doors... 
that exists in this complex. Let's go there. And there's yeah. a passageway that heads away, but that will lead us off the estate. No, that leads to a dead end. Like, that's literally oh. caved. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a dead end. It's an yeah, like, as, in, it, as in, it looks like it was demolished and, like, deliberately right. caused... So we go, to, we go to the door. Probably to block off the water leading to here. Yeah. And then yeah. using sanitation. Oh, like, this, this was... This is, like, stormwater level, right? Yeah. There's no reason this should be free of water okay. except for the fact that that was blocked in. So... Yeah. Uh, if you want to flood it, I guess you can remove the debris. But that's, that's definitely that, something we would... Uh... That's for next time. Thanks for listening to Shared Sagas. All music on the show is used under Creative Commons. Check the episode notes for full details.